Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live from Las Vegas, your other host on the East Coast, live out there in Boston, Josh Applebaum. Josh, how are you? Pritch, I'm doing great. Happy Wednesday, my friend. And uh, unfortunately, my Celtics, no, no <laughs> banner 17 and a half here last night. Pritch. Right. Uh, our buddy Peyton Pritchard struggled last night, three and nine from the floor. He uh, left his Celtics game in Oregon. <laughs> he did. He went to the pro am, went back and forth from Vegas. Maybe, maybe just too much over the summer. You know, when you're like, you're in the, you know, you're too much fun in the sun, Pritch. Maybe that that happened here with our buddy okay. Peyton Pritchard here. But uh, couldn't get the summer league title. But big day ahead, Pritch. I'm excited. Huge MLB day. I heard a rumor that our buddy Adam Burke is in Vegas. So yeah. get ready. I, I think Adam's going to stop by the studio for two segments, which should be a ton of fun here. But obviously, a lot of preseason week two numbers are moving. And Pritch, I'll just tease this at some point. I want to hit on WNBA tonight. There's a WNBA game. We don't talk too much about it. You know, I always defer to Daniel Alvari, our mm-hmm. colleague, who is just sharp as a tack when it comes to WNBA. Uh, but I got a little bit of an edge on a game tonight that people m- might be overlooking. So stay tuned for that. But Pritch, how are you doing? Happy Wednesday, my man. Happy Wednesday. I thought about you. Uh, we got the group text, uh, Stephanie, uh, as well, when uh, Boston took one on the chin uh, to the stomach uh, everywhere. <laughs> they took a few punches uh, as they did not. They were not able to hang the Summer League banner. And so I'm glad we didn't bet that, though. I mean, it was good discussion. Uh, but that's certainly a situation you want to stay away from uh, with betting. Uh, Major League Baseball already uh, exciting. Uh, we got the Cubs on top of the Reds, six to one, uh, and five to two Indians over uh, the Twins. See, there I go. Not the Guardians, but the Indians today. Uh, depending on the day, Cleveland will we'll figure out their foot, uh, baseball team for sure. Um, but I want to get to uh, some other items, uh, Josh, of interest because from a betting perspective, these could be pretty exciting. Uh, and it's the Christmas Day schedule from the Association. Pretty exciting, I think. You got Hawks, Knicks, uh, Celtics, Bucks, Warriors, Suns, and Nets, Lakers, uh, and Mavs, Jazz. So uh, just fully loaded right there on Christmas with the association and then the National Football League, too, with the Browns, Packers, uh, and the Colts and Cardinals. What would you do or what will you do on Christmas Day when you have all that action to bet on? Oh, man, I can't wait, Pritch. So I'm going to have to open the presents early that day. But really one of my favorite days betting on sports overall. We got football. We got NBA. You know, one thing that 
I would keep in mind. It seems really far away, but it just gets you excited for the season, knowing that we got these great Christmas Day games. In terms of the NBA, one thing on Christmas Day, Pritch, a system that I really love is taking Christmas Day unders. Uh, if you look at historically, especially the last decade or so, the unders on Christmas Day, I want to say they're around 61%. And really the thought process there is, uh, Pritch, you know, you, you got to go play a game. You're nationally televised, which mm -hmm. is great. You want to get the thing over with. You want to get back to your family. You want to have your Christmas dinner. You want to open up your presents for whatever reason. And the other thing is also, um, you know, looking at variables, why maybe unders do well, is that those day, those games, which are, I think the NBA is brilliant. You know, we have like a noon game, a three o'clock, a seven o'clock, a 10 o'clock. They do a really good job of spacing it out. So uh, when you and I are eating turkey and hanging out, opening presents, we can just sit on the couch and bet on these games. But um, I think one thing to keep an eye out for is, they are really, really, really heavily bet. So right. going contrarian that day has a ton of value. And really on that day, you get a lot of, and it's pretty much universal across all sports, especially NBA, but a lot of over betting. You know, if you're hanging out at home with the family, Pritch, hopefully you enjoy the time with your in-laws. Hopefully your in-laws aren't, aren't annoying. Uh, but either way, <laughs> you know, you want to root for points. You want to root for high scoring games. That creates contrarian value, but it's really those unders Christmas day. So it's really far away, but I'm sure uh, when we get there, you know, we'll dust off that under system. That's the first thing that came to my mind when I saw all these games. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's key to think about too. I mean, everybody's going to be huddled up with family. That's why they have the schedule on Christmas day. But now with mobile betting, uh, you could imagine what type of handle they're going to see uh, with Christmas day with all these games and attractive games too. So uh, it's just something to prepare for. For me, Josh, the NBA, it doesn't start. Their season doesn't start uh, until Christmas Day. Yeah, I think it's a great point, Pritch. And again, you know, we'll, we'll kick off the season much earlier than that. But really, mm -hmm. that's when I think, you know, you get a little deeper into the year. You know, one thing you look at uh, is dogs early on in the season okay. when uh, same thing with the, the, you know, with the NFL early on, you know, the playing field is very, uh, is very level. And, you know, no team is really broken apart from the pack. You also have a lot of biases coming in uh, from last season. So, right. you know, you know, buying low on teams that missed the playoffs first made. There's a lot of those recency bias type plays that you look toward, but then you get deeper in the year. You kind of know what team, you know, you know what you're working with when you, by the time you get to Christmas, you know, yep. I bet a lot of NHL Pritch, you know, and, okay. and you and I have dabbled in some hockey and the, the whole thing with hockey is by a North American Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's when you kind of know what team you have, what you're dealing with. So uh, again, scheduling is very important, yep. but can't wait for Christmas. Absolutely. Cannot wait for that day. It's betting across America and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live from Las Vegas. Your other host on the East Coast, Josh Applebaum, having a great day out there in Boston. Uh, so Josh, NFL news uh, could affect um, uh, Justin Fields. He has a growing situation, but then also on their offensive line, Barry rookie offensive tackle uh, Tevin Jenkins uh, to have back surgery. Uh, he could miss a significant por uh, portion of the season if, in fact, the entire season right there. And this was a guy that they drafted. They brought on Peters, an, an older player. I think he's 40 years old. But uh, some offensive line issues already for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, and really the Bears, you know, the offensive line has been their kryptonite pitch. It's mm -hmm. a team that offensive, you know, protecting your quarterback, protecting Dalton. Dalton's still the favorite here, although we have seen a little bit of movement for uh, toward Justin Fields to start that week one. He's I think he's still plus 250 dog, but I think he was plus 350 prior to that that first game there. So definitely turned some heads, looked pretty good uh, in that first preseason game. But Pritch, this just goes to show, I think that under seven and a half has a lot of value okay. with the Chicago Bears. Like I'm really high on Justin Fields long term. I think Chicago really had finally has some reason for optimism after you know the Rex Grossman years. Pritch, I know I'm going back uh, a while there, but uh, and then also obviously you draft up and get Mitch Trubisky and. Uh, really, none of those really panned out. I mean, with Grossman, he did make it to the Super Bowl, but uh, really on the hands of your great defense at that point with Erlacher and Briggs and those guys. But this year, Pritch, I just think, uh, again, tough schedule. You're going to have to play the Vikings and the Packers. Yeah, maybe you can beat the Lions a couple times, but kind of a tough schedule and also the juice to the under. So uh, to me, you're you're optimistic for the future. Mm -hmm. But again, the seven and a half win total juice to the under tells me some under liability here with the Bears. Uh, and I would mention too, Pritch, Buffalo Bills, this is a, uh, a one o'clock game on Saturday. We're going to see whether or not Fields plays in that game. You had early movement towards Chicago. You know, at, at one point, the, you know, the Bills um, or the Chicago Bears were like minus two, got all the way up to like minus five. Right. You've seen when Buffalo got to five, a lot of buyback on the Bills at plus five. We do know Sean McDermott. Uh, he's been pretty good here. He's uh, eight and four ATS in the preseason, 67% overall. Obviously covered his first game there. Uh, but I'd be looking at maybe the the, the uh, Buffalo Bills plus the points there. If you can still find, you know, it's down to four and a half, so it's starting to drop here. But a lot of buyback with maybe the news of uh, the injuries here and what's what's up with Justin Fields. Maybe mm -hmm. they played a little more conservative. Also an under opportunity, Pritch. It opened 37, got hit up all the way to 38 and a half. 
you're starting to see it fall back down a little bit. So maybe get a little more conservative play calling. And again, preseason, if you're getting anything close to four, five, six points, that's a big number. You typically don't see spreads that big in the preseason. Uh, grabbing the points there with big dogs, which, you know, regular season, we see 10 point spreads, 14 right. point spreads. Uh, but those spreads are bigger in the preseason around four or five more than usual. I'd be looking at the bills and maybe a buy low under spot. Okay. Yeah. Keep uh, an eye on the news about Justin Fields, whether or not he's going to play or not because of the growing issue. Now, long-term uh, for the offensive line, Chicago still has plenty of time to solve whatever issues they will have on the offensive line. I think uh, Tevin Jenkins says as a rookie, uh, Josh Cur- uh, bears, we're going to be curious about him for sure, but I, I don't know how much playing time he was going to get uh, in, in regards to who's in front of him as well. Certainly uh, if he showed out, maybe he would have earned a spot that way but I don't know if how much this would affect the Bears long term on the season your outlook of the Bears under I think is spot on though uh, because I think there's other issues that could affect that more so than what's going on with the offensive line yeah I think you're totally right Pritch and again my question is when do we see Justin Fields so Mm -hmm. again the pressure on Matt Nagy a guy who is known as a great (laughs) offensive minded coach but has had his issues for sure uh, and is there so much pressure in Chicago who uh, I'm in Boston. I you right. know, we have a rabid fan base. Chicago's similar. Philadelphia's similar. New York, obviously, you know, the media can really pile on you. But if there's a situation where you start Dalton, you're 0-2, 0-3. I mean, you're, you're at the Rams week one. That's a seven-point spread. It's kind of intriguing to me that this thing hasn't gone to minus seven and a half with mm-hmm. the Rams. Tells me that they really don't want to hand out the hook week one. But then you got the Bengals at home. You could maybe consider winning that one. You know, at the Browns, that's going to be a tough one. You, know, you could start the season, you know, maybe two and two mm-hmm. and be like, hey, let's just stick with Dalton if we're decent. You know, it can slow roll fields. But what if you drop a game at home to the Bengals? You know, what if, uh, you know, who knows, maybe they lose to the Lions. I, I don't expect that to happen. I would assume they're probably going to be, you know, a three-point favorite, maybe a four-point favorite at home in that game. Then you got the Packers, the Bucks, the 49ers. It's really the middle of their season, also with the Ravens, where it gets really, really difficult. So do you start to, you know, do the natives in Chicago get restless, Pritch, and say, we want Justin Fields? I think you're similar similar thing in New England where, you know, if Cam Newton struggles and he's throwing the ball uh, like a can of paint, hitting receivers at their, <laughs> at their feet, I think you're going to hear the outcry here for Mac Jones. So, yeah. uh, again, I, I feel like you start with Dalton. Again, I lean to a lot of veterans here week one. But Fields is closing the gap. He's still a dog, but that payout's getting smaller. It could be tighter race than we think. They're always restless. They're Bears fans. Uh, so uh, that Bears. just comes no moral for them. Um, uh, you know what, Josh? Here's my thought on the whole Andy Dalton, Justin Fields thing. How well do you think the season's going to go with Andy Dalton when he's going to be looking over his shoulder anyway? At what point are you going to pull me for Justin Fields? How well is he going to play? He's in a no-win situation. He could play very well, but still look over his shoulder thinking, okay, this is, is this the week that they're going to play the young uh, player? Is this the week that they're going to play the young player? I just don't know how you give yourself, as a team, the best chance to win when your quarterback's going to be looking over his shoulder that way. Yeah, I think it could go one of two ways, Pritchie. It could either be a motivating factor here for Andy Dalton where he says, hey, I know I got this big young stud behind me, but uh, it's actually funny. I saw a tweet today where uh, in, a, in an interview he said, uh, Justin Fields you know, is going to be a great player, but the time right now is mine. It's my time right now. So I kind of like that. You know, grabbing the yeah. ball by the horns, maybe it motivates Dalton here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he signed a one-year, $10 million contract, so it's kind of a one-and-done sort of thing. He's not just playing uh, to play well this year and be the starter, but if he has a decent year, you know, he could parlay that into a, another contract next year for a different team and kind of become, who knows, maybe Dalton's <laughs> the next uh, Ryan Patrick. He might be. Right. I think he's tracking exactly. that way. <laughs> and just each year go to a new team, right, give right. me $10 million bucks. You know, yeah. hey, maybe that could work out, but I'm with you. It could go also go the other way, and he's like, you know, every little mistake he makes mm-hmm. instead of pushing aside next play, it's like, ooh, I see Fields behind me, and it kind of, uh, you know, gives him a little bit of anxiety there. So I think Fields is your long-term play, okay. but I'm still kind of bullish on Dalton starting starting week one. All right, it was his time in Cincinnati. It was his time in Dallas. So why is it his time now in Chicago? It, it baffles the mind sometimes the way the guys think. Uh, update on Chase at Claypool. I mean, we had that injury situation at the end of practice with Pittsburgh Steelers. We talked about it a little bit yesterday, Josh. Uh, the diagnosis early. One right now, minor ankle sprain right there for Claypool. Yeah, I think that's good news if you're a uh, if you're a Steelers fan because it's a guy that I think you're really really depending on this year with Big mm-hmm. Ben getting in better shape and trying to push the ball still down the field. It's a guy that was a great draft draft pick and really kind of uh, became almost their quasi number one there. So uh, we always talk about that year one to year two leap pitch, how important it is. You know, it, similar thing with Justin Jefferson who also got injured. You know, you want these guys 
to parlay their really good rookie year into an even better second year. So uh, again, you never, never want to miss any time, but I think this is a good, you know, uh, you pr probably the best diagnosis you could have gotten a minor sprain, you know, you tape it up. And I, I think also Pritch, you know, one thing that's really important here is the scheduling is different. So it's not the four games, it's three. And then after the third preseason game, you get a, you get a bye week mm -hmm. you know, there's going to be a lot of time during that bye week to game plan and get everybody, uh, you know, ready to go and start, uh, looking at the next, uh, you know, week week one game, so maybe we get uh, less sloppy play there week one, you know, with kind of a bye week to prepare. Uh, but maybe that also helps, you know, uh, Claypool in this situation to get better. The interesting thing, Pritch, you know, Detroit is at Pittsburgh, 7:30 p.m. Saturday night, the next preseason game here. You did see a little buyback here at one point on the Detroit Lions. You know, this game open, you know, the numbers are all over the place. Some open at six and a half, and now we're down to five and a half. Right. You know, we joked yesterday. Am I confident in? Uh, putting Mr. Butt Your Kneecap, uh, my, my bankroll, one unit behind him, not really, uh, <laughs> based on his clock management in, in the first game here. Uh, but that is another big spread system. So if you're a dog of five or more in the preseason, you're about 56% ATS. But I'm still bullish on the under eight and a half, Rich. Okay. You know, you, Najee Harris looks good, and you still have Big Ben, and they're the they're the Steelers, and you just think they're going to win double-digit games. But, but remember, the hardest schedule in the NFL, their opponents win percentage, 574 this year, tough division. I think this could be an 8-9 team. I think they're going to be right around that number, 8-9 wins. Yeah, Claypool's got uh, 900 and a half receiving yards, total unmoved after the ankle situation. So uh, very minor situation there for Claypool. Are you interested in that player prop right there? I am, as long as he's healthy. Yeah. And I think really you're banking on Big Ben, a bit of a resurgence here. You know, last year, Claypool, 62 catches, 873 uh, in terms of yardage. You know, can he improve by 27 yards, 30 yards? I think that's definitely doable. Mm -hmm. My question is that offensive line, right. Rich, because um, to me, you got to be able to protect Big Ben. He's not a mobile guy. He can move in the pocket, you know, a couple feet here or there just to uh, get out of the way of a rusher and, and, you know, throw a pass downfield. But I need to make sure that that offensive line can protect Big Ben, Big ben enough to throw the ball downfield to chase, to, uh, chase Claypool. So yeah. as long as the offensive line's okay, I do think Claypool to that over uh, is, is a worthwhile bet. Let's move to the Seattle Seahawks because Pete Carroll needed a tone setter, Josh, on that defense side of the ball. You got Russell Wilson. Uh, he's the alpha on the offense side of the ball. We all know that. But on the defense side of the ball, you certainly need uh, a tone setter. Uh, you make Jamal Adams happy by making him the highest paid safety in the game. Uh, so what your thoughts on the Seahawks to make the playoffs? So yes, it's minus 130 the no plus 110 uh, win total 10 and a half right there. I mean, Jamal Adams seems like he's a great fit right there. And Pete Carroll uh, taking care of business with one of his best players. Yeah. So I think you're excited, you know, for the Seahawks here with Jamal Adams, just because you don't have to worry about a controversy and week to week him playing or not playing or sitting out. It's like, okay, you got paid. Now it's like, forget about the contract and play football. I think that is an important, uh, an important signing here for Seattle. Mm -hmm. Now I already made a bet on Seattle Pritch. I did take the over nine and a half win total. Uh, that was an early summer play for me. Nice. You know, a lot of the research I looked at, yeah, and I'm feeling good Pritch because some of these um, win totals, you know, if you go back a month, a month and a half, they've moved, they've moved a half game, which, you, and, you know, some people say half game, what does that matter? Not a big deal. It's huge because that could be the difference between a win or a loss. They go 10 and seven. Now you take the over 10, you know, you're going to push you 10 and seven. You got the nine and a half early. You win there. But to me, Russell Wilson, a guy who was, you know, going to be the uh, MVP early, kind of tailed off there late. Maybe the defense with Jamal Adams is a little bit stingier here. Uh, but I'm really banking on another year with Metcalf. And, uh, you know, you still got all these uh, all these wide receivers here. Lockett as well as Eskridge they drafted. So I like that over nine and a half. It's now 10. I think if you shop around, you may be able to find over nine and a half round really juiced up like minus 150. But if you look at Russell Wilson, I believe eight of his nine years, he's won double-digit games. Now you're getting the extra game, the mm -hmm. 17th game. I do like this team to uh, to go, you know, to win double-digit games once again. Uh, and also, you know, division odds plus 275. I still think the Rams are slightly favored there, and I would lean Rams a little bit. But to make the playoffs, what did you say, Pritch? Minus 130? I could uh, see them right. being a, a wild-card team. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. In that division, I mean, they won the division last year, um, even though Russell Wilson stumbled and uh, they got they change offensive coordinators. They got to get Dwayne Brown signed offensively. I think they will do that. I think Russell Wilson has enough juice in that organization to help that cause right there. So, uh, and yeah, an improved offensive line situation. They traded for uh, Gabe Jackson. Uh, he's an excellent uh, pass protector right there, too, for Russell Wilson. So uh, I think Pete Carroll addressing this, getting it done, making Jamal Adams happy, really sets up to see how the Seahawks very well. I'm right there with you, Pritch, and just get all that stuff aside. Like, you know, right. as a Patriots fan, you know, it always comes back to the Pats. <laughs> Stephon Gilmore, can we get that I figured know. out? Can we, you know, he's got a 
you know, what you're hearing in, in New England right now is, you know, he wants more money or some of his money allocated earlier or tack on some years. But Belichick is pretty, uh, you know, pretty dug in here saying, hey, I'm not going to give you any more money or extension until I see you come in the facility and, and do some practices and look good. Remember, he tore his quad. So uh, with the Patriots, you know, you spend 200 million in the offseason. You draft Mac Jones, Cam Newton, year two. You, you're expecting, a, you know, a better Patriots team than seven and nine last year. What are you going to do with, quote unquote, your best player there? So I think now it's Stephon Gilmore kind of in that Jamal Adams type situation where lock up this guy, get the distractions out of the way. But I think the Patriots are kind of being smart. I don't know if you can give this guy you know, a $5 million boost or a couple extra years when you haven't seen him in the building. You don't know how that quad is looking. It's hard. Also coming off a big injury and he's over 30 now. Mm -hmm. um, those are some tough situations overall, but I agree with you, Pritch. Getting the Jamal Adams deal done, that's a good sign uh, for Seattle. I would mention though, you know, Saturday, or Saturday night, 10 o'clock, your Denver Broncos at Seattle, Pritch. Big move there to the Broncos. Right. They opened minus two and a half at some shops, all the way up to five. The angle there to me would be, you know, the Broncos still having that quarterback battle, which by the way, Pritch, we did see some movement on Drew Locke over the last 24 mm -hmm. hours. Drew Locke was minus 130 to be the week one starter. Now he's minus 175. So, you know, Fangio is saying it's still a battle. It's still, you know, a competition here, but it looks like Drew Locke uh, has the edge. And I know Michael Lombardi was, was leaning Drew Locke as well. Uh, but a big play there toward, toward Denver at Seattle. And then also keep an eye on that week one game at the Indianapolis Colts. That was, remember, that was minus three Colts. All the Carson Wentz news flipped to minus three Seattle. Now it's down to like two and a half at most shops. Pritch. Okay. So we'll keep eye on that week one game as well. Yeah, I know with, just with fans coming back, I mean, that plus five and a half right now at home for Seattle mm -hmm. just seems intriguing. Uh, and then last night uh, doing some research on the Broncos and some of the insiders, uh, apparently the Broncos had a poor, poor, poor practice yesterday. Uh, and so a lot of people were upset about that. Yeah, and again, you know, uh, I think maybe is, maybe is that a motivating factor for maybe. Fangio? Did yeah. they say, hey, week one, we crushed them and we can kind of rest on our laurels a bit? You know, I think that's uh, definitely the, the importance of a, of a coach who can keep you plugged in and just say, hey, you know, I know it's a preseason, but mm -hmm. it's important that each day we, you know, we do our best and put our best there on the field. So, uh, Pritch, you know, the more I'm thinking about it, you mentioned Seattle getting a lot of points at home. They're, they're now at an inflated line opportunity, and I think some shops did get to minus five and a half Denver. Five and a half's got down to five, and some shops look like they may go down to four and a half. So that's the other thing you see in preseason pitch. You see like early huge moves toward one direction, and then once it gets to a high watermark, you start to see some buy back the other way. So this would classify as, uh, you know, again, I think Denver, if you got them early, you're feeling really good. Money line play, it's a little high for me, minus 235. Uh, but if you're getting, if you can find a five, uh, again, at home, maybe trying to play better than uh, than week one. Mm -hmm. That could be a buy low situation with an inflated line there. All right, keep an eye on that line for sure. Uh, and then, Josh, what do you do with the Texans? I mean, the distraction of Deshaun Watson is getting out of hand. The FBI is involved now. Uh, Cully, uh, he doesn't know what to do with him with practice. Uh, but in preseason, they're catching four points against Dallas coming up. Uh, what would you do with the Texans here? Yeah, so I think there's something, you know, we got to continue to monitor. And I do like that that under four win total. Although I, I did see on Twitter, a couple of people saying that they're not going to win a game. They're going to go. Oh, and 17. I now, believe that. <laughs> yeah. And again, they could be really bad, but I don't know. Pritch. That to me is tough. Like I could see them knocking off Jacksonville week one. It's a three point spread. They're right. at home. Maybe they get rolled here. I like the under four, but um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board the 17 and no bucks. I don't know if I can go. Oh, and 17 with the Texans. I, they got to win one game. Here. <sighs> I just want to fire everything against the Texans this season. It just feels that way. It could be one of those years for the Houston Texans. Uh, Come up next on the program, we're going to get to some NFL futures uh, with Josh Applebaum. That's next. heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. season is right around the corner, so it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the strip, have your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today. And so, Josh, getting to some uh, NFL futures here. Uh, take a look at these. The most interceptions thrown in a 2021 season. Uh, we can bet on this. Uh, why, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I thought he had Fitzmagic going for him, Josh, but he's leading the way at plus 550. Yeah, I think that kind of makes a lot of sense here, Pritch. This is a guy that we've known, you know, throughout his his career as a guy who's going to make, you know, take chances and also that quote unquote gunslinger make some mistakes and put the ball up there deep and, uh, you know, uh, you know, turn the ball over interception wise. So uh, to me, you know, I'm not going to dabble on that plus 550. It's a pretty low number. And I think maybe uh, in his veteran, you know, situation here, maybe he gets a little more uh, careful with the ball. You know, a couple that I would look at. 
Uh, Pritch, number one, Sam Darnold, plus 700. This guy's going to finally get an opportunity or, you know, he had opportunities with the Jets, obviously, but uh, we all remember him, quote unquote, I saw ghosts. Remember this game against I the do. Patriots? Mm-hmm. Again, this is a guy that got a lot of talent, but, you know, he can sometimes get easily, uh, you know, you know, kind of confused and, and throw the ball up there in situations. You know, he does have uh, pretty good weapons there with DJ Moore and some of these other receivers. He did lose Curtis Samuel. I think that might be a, a bit of a miss there for uh, for the Panthers. But I could be intrigued by a Darnold plus 700. You know, the other one that I would look at, Pritch, is Daniel Jones, 20 to 1. Right. Uh, Daniel Jones is a guy that, uh, you know, his interception numbers, if you look at it, he, you know, he doesn't throw for a lot of yards. His touchdowns actually went down, I believe, from, you know, you know his first to his second year. But this is a guy that, you know, makes all similar mistakes like that, almost like a, you know, a younger version of a Fitzpatrick, not pushing the ball downfield, but turning it over, making, you know, uh, there's so many games where I feel like I sweat the Giants and they'd be in the red zone and he'd, he'd turn it over. You know, mm-hmm. it's those interceptions, Bridge, when you bomb it down the field and it's third down, it's pretty much a punt that you don't really worry about. I feel like with with Daniel Jones, he's the guy that turns it over in the worst spots when your team really needs you and these back-breaking interceptions. So I could look at Daniel Jones there, 20 to 1. Um, and then also Carson Wentz. You know, if he plays uh, and if he gets healthy and plays, is a guy that also, um, you know, he's probably going to be more of a game manager, doesn't, doesn't have to put up a ton of points with that good defense there. But 25 to 1, this is a guy that uh, just a couple years ago, you know, was really high for interceptions. So uh, I'd be looking at those. Then also maybe... Drew Locke. I don't I don't see him on the list here, Pritch, but he did lead the NFL in interceptions last year, tied with Carson Wentz with 15 picks. Right, as a part-time starter, too, right? I mean, that guy, yeah. uh, it was incredible the amount of interceptions he was throwing uh, poor games he was actually starting out there. But uh, I'm on board with you with Daniel Jones. I think that's a good bet at 20-1. to 1. Uh, Big Ben's up there at plus 800, but I thought they've changed the offense out there with Pittsburgh and Najee Harris and maybe taking the ball away from uh, Big Ben a little bit. Now, Sam Darnold, I'm actually high on him this year, Josh. and Because, uh, yeah, I think he was seeing ghosts up there in New York because of Adam Gase. I think Coach Brady is going to do a better job with him in Carolina. And he has the ultimate weapon uh, in Christian McCaffrey, too. So, uh, I, I don't know. I think Sam Darnold could have one of those bounce-back years, one of those unexpected years. So, I'm going to stay away from that. But certainly, uh, Daniel Jones. And I'm looking at Zach Wilson, too, because he's a pure pocket passer. He's not a scrambler. Uh, so, you know, the tendency to throw the ball late across the middle, believe in your arm ta- talent, uh, I-, I think he could have an elevated total of interceptions as well. I think it's a great point by you, Pritch. And also, you know, Trevor Lawrence, someone mm-hmm. I would keep an eye out for, 16 to 1. You know, he always made the uh, the comment there from, uh, you know, Peyton Manning talking about how, hey, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, good luck in the NFL. I really hope you break my rookie record for interceptions <laughs> here. Uh, so that's something to keep an eye out for. Uh, and then also, Pritch, you know, another one, that I throw at you, Jared Goff, you know, 11 to one. He doesn't have many receivers there in Detroit. Do you really have a lot of faith in mm-hmm. you know, Anthony Lynn and Dan Campbell here to dial up these, uh, you know, these offensive schemes? He could be a guy that plays a lot and they really have no one behind him. And he, I think even if he struggles, the Lions are probably going to stick with him through much of the year uh, until maybe they draft another highly uh, drafted quarterback there. So 11 to one for golf, that could be worth a look as well. So quite a, a few choices here on the board right now with the most interceptions thrown in 2021. Yeah, I think it's wide open, Pritch. This is one of those uh, one of those prop bets where if you have an angle, if you feel like you have an edge, you know, uh, and you're scouting and seeing how they look in preseason, a lot of good numbers out there depending on uh, how you interpret this bet. Yeah, I know. A lack of human achievement right there. Uh, new quarterback situations, Fitzpatrick leading the way, even though Washington with a great defense. Uh, maybe he dials it down a little bit and, and less of a gunslinger, uh, at least the mentality, uh, hopefully, for the Washington football team. Uh, we have him in studio, Josh. is Adam Burke. He's in studio to help us out with Major League Baseball. Also, the NFL That's coming up next.
Texan College Football Betting Guide is here. So start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VSIN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you, and so is our next guest in studio. Pleasure to have him, Adam Burke, uh, sports betting analyst uh, in studio with us today. Adam, how are you? I'm good. Good to finally meet you in person. Man. I know, I know. You know, we do the TV, <laughs> the Skype thing, but it's great to have you in studio. Thank you. Appreciate it. Eventually, I'll get to meet you too, Josh. I know. I'm looking forward to it. I got jealous, Adam, because I saw uh, you posted something. One thing I love to do is walk by the Bellagio Fountains. So gets me every time. I'm a sap. You know, they play Viva Las Vegas. So how, how's the stay going so far? Is it hot out there? I struggle with the heat, but I miss the sports book. <laughs> Uh, it's it's nice and warm. It's definitely warm out here. But you know what? I kind of like that oven feel as opposed to the sauna back at home. Yeah, that's that sauna. True. Oh man, <laughs> at, in Atlanta, a hundred oh. degrees with a hundred percent humidity. Give me this out here in Vegas any day. I'll pass. Okay. Uh, how how bad was practice like? When uh, was like? You were wet the whole time. Oh. I mean, it was miserable. Pretty much. You're, you couldn't dry off out there. Uh, I'm still trying to dry off, in fact, uh, all these years later. Uh, let's get to some uh, AL East uh, action in Major League Baseball, because I'm curious on your thoughts. Uh, a lot of people thought that the Yankees, because of pitching, they were not going to be able to get back into contention. But lo and behold, the Yankees are back in contention. Uh, it's crazy what they're doing and what they're putting together right now. Yeah, it really is. You know, I mean, look, they had a really, really good trade deadline. You know, they, they fixed some of the things on the offensive side. And, and in particular, they were awful against right-handed pitching. Mm-hmm. And so they went out and got Joey Gallo. They went out and got Anthony Rizzo, guys that can hit righties with long-standing track records right. of hitting righties. So that's something that's really put them back in the race here. And more specifically, I mean, you know, obviously now they're right there in terms of the wild card race as well. So they have a shot at the division. They could get in with the wild card. And that's kind of what you're looking for when you're playing catch-up a little bit is as many chances as possible to try and get to the dance and then see what happens when you get there. Yeah, Adam, it's it's obviously crazy here. And my dad, he's uh, having flashbacks to uh, Bucky Dent and the, you know, the Yankees back in the day when the Sox had a huge lead and blew it. Sox were up 10 and a half games on the Yankees just a short time ago. Now they're actually tied plus 450 in the American League East. So the sky is falling here in Boston, Adam. But uh, I got a lot of questions for you with, you know, division odds and futures and everything. But there is a game coming up here in about 10 minutes. Just wanted to get your take real quick. The Mets at the San Francisco Giants. I've seen some movement here toward the Mets. It looks like some wise guys are grabbing plus money with New York. San Francisco is incredible at home. Best record in baseball. I think they're 40 and 18 at home. Uh, but they opened like minus 155, minus 160. They're down to around minus 140. You've seen some movement toward the Mets. Also, maybe a little bit of over money. The wind is blowing out. It was eight and a half, really juiced up over, looking like it might go to nine. Uh, any thoughts on this game? And do you have a bet here, uh, Adam, on this one? I don't have a bet on the side. I got a little bit of a lean on the total, but of course, as you said, this game's starting here uh, pretty soon. But, you know, I think Tyler McGill is having a really nice season for the Mets. Been a very pleasant surprise for them. Anthony DiSclefani is a guy that maybe has some regression signs in the profile, but I think against a Mets lineup that's really not performing up to its capabilities, I'd be looking at that under now that it's up there to nine. But as far as the side goes, you know, I certainly understand taking a chance with the plus money side with the Mets because McGill has pitched so well. Yeah, you know, that AL East, too, the standings for the odds, Josh and Adam. Uh, so Tampa Bay's minus 190. The Yankees minus five, uh, plus 550 right now to, to win this division. The move that the Yankees have made with the trade deadline, uh, and then you have this news, too, with uh, Luke Voigt uh, and the Rizzo situation. I, I don't think it's going to fall apart, but the way that they're playing, can it keep it together to make a run at this division? I certainly think it's a possibility. I mean, you know, look, one of the things that you really want to keep an eye on throughout the month of August in Major League Baseball, especially if it carries over into September, is recent form. You know, because a a lot of the top teams do hit that stride, and they're also able to take advantage of the bad teams. So if you've got a team that's playing really well, like the Yankees are, then certainly they can keep this train rolling. The hard part is, obviously, you've got to make up some ground on Tampa Bay, and that's why the Rays are that you know favorite in the minus 200, minus 210 range. Mm-hmm. So that's the difficult thing there, is I think that the Yankees will be less focused on the division and more focused on just getting in. So I don't know if that's something that you want to take a plus 450 shot on. The one thing I will say, though, is I think if you want to look at some of those yes-no playoff markets, 
Boston is not playing particularly well, as Josh alluded to. That's a team that I think is really regressing in a negative way and had a lot of that coming. They started very well early in the season, and they had some things that have kind of been outliers for them. I think if you want to look at the yes-no playoff markets for Boston, maybe take a look at the no. Mm. I think that's something that could definitely be a possibility here. Yeah, as a Sox fan, Adam, I can't argue with you. This team was playing with a lot of juice, a lot of momentum, a lot of mojo. They just look like a dead team right now. I don't, I can't really put my finger on it. Chris Sale comes back, pitches great. You're like, okay, Schwarber's in the lineup, hits a couple doubles. Now we're working with something. Then it's right back to, uh, you know, in the first game, not, you know, in the doubleheader yesterday, bases loaded, nobody out. They can't get a run in. Game two, they can't they can't score at all. So uh, the issues with the Sox are compounding right now. Adam, we're up against it real quick, but I want to get your thoughts on the NL East. You know, uh, you know, you know, turn back the clock a couple weeks ago when we had when we had the Mets in first place. A lot of people were saying Phillies. You know, keep an eye on the Phillies here to come back and win that division. The Braves, though, kind of out of nowhere, they're like plus four hundred maybe a couple weeks ago. Now they're a minus one twenty five favorite to win that NL East. They're up two and a half games here in the standings. Do you think the Braves, it's just the Braves division moving forward? Or are you looking at now, maybe Adam buying back on the Phillies or buying back on the Mets, who, by the way, their owner is screaming at him on Twitter, <laughs> like a caller on talk radio saying they can't hit anymore. Yeah. You know, this is one where I kind of missed the boat a little bit. And I'm pretty upset with myself about it because I've got Phillies nine to one to win the East from before the season and didn't really hedge at a nice price on the Braves. It was something where I, you know, I was kind of hoping to get a little bit better of a number, hoping that the Mets would keep things going into late August, mm -hmm. but that hasn't been the case. And you'll look for the Braves who Oscar Inoa comes back last night, pitches, you know, pretty well. And then, of course, Ian Anderson, now he's nearing a return. So the Braves rotation getting stronger at the right time. The offense has certainly picked it up and performed well in the absence of Ronald Acuna Jr. So, well, I mean, I, th I think this is the Braves division to lose right now. And I should have been a little bit more aggressive with that preseason Phillies ticket. That yeah, I, had. I think the Mets at this point, they're just too banged up. Too many injuries, significant yeah. injuries on that roster and the rotation as well. Yeah, and, and also, too, I mean, you know, things are not super kosher there. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's one of those situations where everyone's kind of uncomfortable. As Josh said, the owners on Twitter, you know, commenting about <laughs> how undisciplined the lineup is. Well, you just traded for Javier Baez. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't – you're kind of talking out of both sides of your mouth there. And, and I don't think that resonates well with players either. I don't – think so at all <laughs> in fact the players might tune him out for sure uh, but they got to find a way to get back into that race still in it uh, plus 475 uh, updated odds right there for the Mets uh, to win the division we have Adam Burke a sports betting analyst in studio with us he's going to continue with the next segment it's coming up next after this break uh, we're going to have him uh, talk about some more baseball and also maybe some football we'll see what uh, Adam Burke's uh, philosophy is with betting football that's coming up next right here on VSEN the sports betting network spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. No one raises the stakes for English Premier League action like BetMGM. Sign up for the BetMGM app using code VSIN100. And if your first wager is a $1 Moneyline bet on any EPL game, you'll receive $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. The opportunities to win big this season don't stop there. Try BetMGM's one-game parlay feature to make selections within a single soccer game. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN100 to win $100 when you bet on any EPL game and either team scores a goal. Bet fiercely uh, on dozens of sports at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. The new customer offer paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem 800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, and Adam Burke, sports betting analyst uh, with us in studio. You can follow Adam on Twitter at Skating Tripods. I got to get the genesis of this because you're here in studio. So right, right. always wondered about your uh, Twitter handle. Yeah, so uh, when I was in my 20s, I played on a beer league hockey team. Okay. We were called the Skating Tripods. Nice. And uh, more beer than hockey for the most part. <laughs> of course. But, uh, yeah, I, I've kind of carried on the name, even though the team's defunct now. So <laughs> I'm wearing it with pride, I guess we'll say. No, it's awesome. It's a great uh, Twitter handle. Well, thank you. No, that's awesome, Adam. Yeah, and by the way, Adam, if you're hungry, I highly recommend, if you're going to circle later, get the Victory Burger. It's the best waffle fries. I'll just tell you right now. You'll thank me later if you're going to do it. But anyway, I want to ask you, the Angels and the Detroit Tigers tonight, uh, it's Shohei Otani Day. Obviously, the guy's been incredible. He's a minus 1,000 favorite right now to an American League um, MVP. But as a pitcher, 7-1, 2.93 ERA, the guy's been great. However, what I noticed today, Adam, Everybody's betting Otani. He's saying, hey, give me an easy win today in baseball. Sweat Otani. It's a, it's a lock. However, open like minus 145, down to around minus 128. I've seen some money come in here on the Detroit Tigers, who if you watch last night's game, it was a 2-2 two two game. Their bullpen, Soto, absolutely implodes, gives up a, a grand slam to Joe Adele. They lose 8-2. to two. What's your take on this one, Adam? Would you, would you be entertained by maybe uh, Detroit Tigers plus money play here? You know, what's really interesting to me about this game and about Detroit specifically is, and they've played really, really well. They got off to a 9-24 and start this year, and they've been pretty strong. And, in fact, they're probably going to finish with a better record than my Indians by the Guardians, whatever they're called now, (laughs) by the time it's all said and done. But, you know, for the Tigers here, I mean, Tarek Skubal is a guy that the market hated early on in the season. And as things kind of progressed, as A.J. Hinch put his stamp on this team, 
they the market kind of shifted gears on a guy like Scooble. Whereas we know that Otani gets all the public money, very you know out there kind of personality or not personality, but kind of player to where everyone kind of wants to back him. It would be Tigers or nothing for me in this one, largely because I just don't want to lay numbers with an Angels team that I don't think is very good. I mean, the Tigers on paper aren't very good, but they're a very very scrappy team and they've you know cashed a lot of underdog tickets here over the last few months. So it would be Tigers or nothing for me, but not a game on my radar for today. Okay, let's look at some more divisions, too, because the NL West is interesting. Uh, not only the Giants, you and Josh were talking about the Giants earlier, but the Dodgers and who they have on their roster, the rotation, I mean, incredible uh, on paper. But the Padres seemingly falling apart. They got swept against the D-backs recently. Uh, they're on the verge of getting swept with the Rockies. They're losing 3-2 to two right now. Um, the Padres, any chance that they just fall apart completely, or can they still keep their wild card chances alive here? I do think that there's a chance that they can kind of right the ship, but also, I mean, look, they've had so many pitcher injuries this right. year that it's been a war of attrition for them. I mean, things are very dire when you get a guy like Jake Arrieta. I mean, I think Jake Arrieta is done. I think Jake Arrieta probably retires within the next, you know, maybe a couple of seasons. I don't know how you don't have a better option than that in the minor leagues. Mm -hmm. And a big reason why is because they made some of those trades. They kind of traded some of their pitching depth away. But then guys like Adrian Morahone got hurt. You know, Chris Paddock's been out with the oblique, all of that. So you know, I think it's not a very good situation for the Padres right now. And, and of course, you know, the, the way that the Reds are charging, I think the Padres are definitely in, in very bad shape for that playoff spot. Adam, let me turn your attention to a really big pitch matchup here in the NL Central, the Milwaukee Brewers and the St. Louis Cardinals. You saw Milwaukee 2-0 win yesterday. The Cardinals, a team that really struggled all year but has some wins here recently. They're 11 games back in the Central but only four games back in the wild card. So you're getting closer and closer. Like they're, You think they're kind of done, but they still got a shot here. Great pitching matchup with Peralta and Flaherty, two aces here. What's your take on this one, Adam? It opened around minus 110-ish. Looks like a little bit of money here on Milwaukee up to around minus 115. Not a huge move overall. You know, do you do you feel like, hey, getting a really good team like Milwaukee at a low number like that, pretty much a juice price is appetizing? Or do you say, hey, this is a little bit fishy and maybe St. Louis uh, gets a bounce back win tonight? Yeah, I do like Milwaukee a little bit in this game tonight. And a big reason why is because, you know, a guy like Jack Flaherty hasn't made that many starts since his return from the injured list. And I typically need a guy to make, you know, probably four or five starts to really get into rhythm, really get himself into a spot where he's nice and stretched out. You know, he's got command of all of his pitches and all of that. Going up against a guy like Freddie Peralta tonight, you don't get a lot of margin for error if you're Jack Flaherty. And something else to consider, too, in, and this is something I always have to look at when it comes to the Brewers at a short price or at a dog price, we know how good their bullpen is. So if this does wind up being a situation where Peralta and Flaherty kind of cancel each other out, something like that, I'm getting the better bullpen at minus 115 in a game that could be tied, maybe a one-run game, something like that. So Typically for me, if I've got a really good bullpen in a short favorite role or an underdog role where two pitchers maybe cancel each other out or, you know, at least you've got a low scoring expectation here, then for me, I, I would kind of have to start with the Brewers and then go from there. So, you know, find the best Brewers price that you can. And I think that's a decent look for tonight. You know, betting the NL MVP is getting interesting, too, because of Tatis Jr., what he's doing. He's back. Uh, hopefully he stays healthy. We'll see what happens there with that number, though. And then also uh, Harper with Philly making some noise. Uh, and you have a, uh, somebody to keep an eye on as well. Yeah, I mean, we'll stay right here in the National League Central and, and talk about Joey Votto. I mean, Joey Votto is putting up Troutian numbers here mm. in the second half. He's hit 15 home runs already since the All-Star break, and he's really stopped hitting ground balls, and he's hitting everything hard. If the Reds do make this playoff push, and I know the MVP is an individual award, but it does tend to be voted on as a team achievement award. So if the Reds are able to make that push for that second wildcard spot, and I do think that's very possible, it's going to be on the shoulders of Joey Votto. And so from a voting standpoint where there can be some recency bias because you're going to remember August and September more than you're going to remember April and May, what Joey Votto is doing absolutely puts him into this equation, and he's still sitting out there 40 to 1. Maybe you can find a better price than that. So I think you really have to take a serious look at Joey Votto right now. 
Adam, I think you raise a great point right now. Everyone talked about, uh, you know, uh, Tatis and even, you know, Bryce Harper, but you're right, 40 to one. And really, Votto, 37 years old, he's having his best year in, I think, four or five years, hitting 282, 26 homers, 76 RBIs. Uh, his teammate as well, Jonathan India, is really, um, you know, broken apart from the pack for the NL Rookie of the Year. I think he's now minus 600. Uh, but another game I want to throw at you. Uh, Adam is Oakland and the Chicago White Sox tonight. You saw it was kind of a pick 'em tight number last night. Uh, Chicago White Sox roll nine nothing. Bassett hopefully he's okay. He had a, a broken cheekbone, line drive to the face, which is always scary to see. But this one tonight, Adam Lance Lynn against uh, against Cole Irvin. We do know it's quote unquote White Sox. And it's a lefty day. Something a lot of betters look at. Twenty one and eleven against lefties with the White Sox lineup. Open around minus one seventy. They're still kind of minus one seventy ish. Haven't moved too much. How do you cap this one? Do you like any plus money with the A's, or do you think this White Sox team is just rolling at home and they're worth a play at that number? I think at this number, Oakland's got a little bit of value. You know, one of the things about record against left-handed pitchers or performance against left-handed pitchers is that not all lefties are created equal. I mean, a lot of guys, you know, that are out there, that are left-handed pitchers are largely in the league because they throw with their left hands. A guy like Cole Irvin, a guy who you know never really broke through with the Phillies, but has certainly broken through here with Oakland. Yeah, he's having a very strong season, and I know he's not at home here in this one. He does have the safety net of Oakland Coliseum usually, but I think this is one where these two teams really aren't that far apart, in my opinion. I think Oakland is playing very well right now in spite of you know the fact that I thought they were probably a little bit overvalued coming into the season. They've certainly proven me wrong. I have an under-season win total ticket on them that doesn't look like it's going to make it, but you know, Lance Lynn is a guy that – He's pitching very well. Obviously, he's the Cy Young favorite, but you do wonder a little bit about this matchup here against Oakland, an Oakland team that is better offensively on the road for the most part. And also, I think Irvin keeps Oakland in the game. So I think getting that big plus 155 or so price, I would look at Oakland here. I wouldn't look to lay the number with the White Sox, even though, as Josh said, they have been very proficient against lefties this year. Yeah, the A's clearly were affected by what happened to Bassett. I mean, right. certainly a day, you sleep on it, you feel that, okay, he's going to be okay, so maybe focus on a game. Right. Yeah, right. and it's sort of, you know, kind of that win one for the mm -hmm. Gipper rallying cry kind mm -hmm. of thing of, you know, look, we know that for the most part he's okay now. Right. You know, that's something where maybe the A's kind of do take the field with a clearer mindset tonight. Adam, last question for you. You know, I was got to ask you about the uh, the NL West here with the Dodgers and the Giants. I think it's finally we're finally seeing the oddsmakers say, okay, the Giants, if you keep winning, we'll finally give you some respect. They're now uh, finally a favorite there to win that division. But would you look at all at all to the Dodgers here again, a team that people are looking at saying powerhouse roster, you know, powerhouse lineup here. You bring in Scherzer. I still can't believe Washington gave up on Trey Turner. I, to me, that's crazy. But would you look at the Dodgers at all plus 100, or do you think? Hey, don't outsmart yourself. The Giants are proving to be the best team in baseball this year. Minus 130 is a decent number for them, too. You know, I think at this point in time, you, you really can't take the Giants because you've had so many better opportunities to take them at better numbers. You know, so at this point, I mean, you're buying at really the bottom of the market for the most part. There are only three head-to-head -head meetings left to go between the two teams. Mm -hmm. So it will be tough for the Dodgers to gain ground. I think if you really absolutely felt compelled to take the Dodgers at even money, you could probably talk yourself into that. But if you haven't taken the Giants yet, you missed the boat. Yeah. You know, and then that's part of the maturation process as a handicapper and as a better is knowing that, look, I didn't get them at four to one, at five to one like I could have. I can't take them now. Even if I expect them to win this division, I can't take them now mm -hmm. because you're just getting so much worse of a price. So I think the only way you could look here is the Dodgers at even money. But even that I'm not excited about. Okay, you're from Cleveland. You live out in Cleveland. Uh, real quick, as betters, do we buy the hype on the Browns? Oh, absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Okay. I, I, I like the Browns this week at least. <laughs> okay. So there's well, that. Yeah, this week in preseason, let's buy the hype on that one. I'm talking about their whole season, though, with Browns. Yes. Okay. I, I think they win this division. Uh, I think that they get some home playoff games. And, uh, I mean, the de the reports on the defense from training camp are awesome. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. Okay. All right. There you have it. Uh, Adam Burke in studio with us. Outstanding job. Thanks again for your time. Thank Absolutely. you, Adam. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Follow him on Twitter at Skating Tripods. Hour number two, we get to our deep dive into the Carolina Panthers. It's coming up next. Sarah. 
I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.